Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewellery of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Creative Source with Andy Osho. That's me. This is the podcast about creativity for the creative in you. Now, what do I what do I mean by that? Because I say that at the start of every episode. And really what I'm talking about is all of us are creatives. All of us have creative impulses, but we might um, share them with the world differently. We might do it as a hobby. It might be our jobs. It might be our prof- profession. It might be our lives. Um, It might be something that we think we don't have or we're embarrassed to share, but it's lurking there anyways. Look, however you relate to creativity or your creativity, this is the podcast for you. We don't just talk about creativity um, in a bubble. We're really talking about life. So if that's something that interests you, if you like talking about life, mate, strap in. This one's for you. As always, I want to say a big shout out to supporters on Patreon and Acast. Very, very generous of you to to give your hard earned money, especially times like these. You know, it's not always easy. So I really appreciate everyone who just throws a few quid towards the podcast, either on a monthly basis through Patreon or on Acast as a one off. And if that's something that you feel like you'd like to do, then head over to the show notes and there's links that will take you to the appropriate websites for uh, web pages, should I say, for either of those um, two platforms. And look, if it's not your thing to do that, you can always shout about the podcast on your socials. That's also a big contribution. And what's also a contribution is to get yourselves over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. There's a few very sweet um, reviews and don't think I don't see you guys. I see you guys. Thank you for the five stars. Really appreciate it. And if you feel so inclined to do the same thing, in fact, let that be the thing this week. Guys, can we all head over to Apple Podcasts and leave um, uh, a review? Listen, if you feel moved to give me five stars, um, 
appreciate you. If there's room for improvement, gosh, let me know too. I mean, I don't want to be cocky here. So let me know. I mean, don't put it on Apple podcast reviews, you know, DM me or something. <laughs> but yeah, let me know if there's there's things that you want to see improved on the podcast. But otherwise, yeah, if you fancy leaving a five star review, get yourself over there. Anyway, don't do that yet. Carry on listening to the show. So the first two episodes of what is now a series of three, the first in the first one, we talked about comparison. We discussed different types of comparisons and um, so upward comparison, downward comparison. We talked about the pitfalls and hopefully came away with a new way of looking at it. Then we also uh, in the next episode talked about envy. We defined the difference, which I had to learn Um, to be able to create these shows. So um, just to recap that, the difference being that envy is where you want something that somebody else has, Um, but you don't want to deny them having it, but you just want it too. Whereas jealousy is where you kind of are guarding or having negative emotions um, about your stuff. Like you don't want people to have what you've got kind of thing. So you, you, you might put out negativity. And this is why we refer to it as jealousy in relationships, because you're getting possessive about your partner. I don't want that person looking at that, you know, looking at you, or I don't want you looking at other people because you're mine. So that's, that's the difference between the two. So, which was very useful for, to know because I've never really known and I've always just made up in my head what the difference is. And turns out what I'd made up was wrong. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so it's useful to know. But also, in, you know, the reason that I was even talking about uh, that in this context is because it's something that can be a real challenge. Certainly comparison and envy can be a real challenge for creatives and create a lot of sort of mental anguish sometimes, like in terms of comparing ourselves to others in a negative way or it generating negative emotions or having envy about what somebody else has and not knowing how how are we going to achieve the things that we we see other people have but seem not to be able to generate yet in our own creative lives. So it's I feel it's an important topic and that's why I wanted to do these shows about it. Now, um, at the end of last episode, I could see it was going long, which happens from time to time. So I feel like instead of um, making a sort of a 50 minute episode, um, I wanted to um, end uh, the conversation on envy. And it, it was a natural segue because I was about to move on to talking about jealousy, which I'm going to do in this episode. So we're going to start with the bite sized advice that I was going <laughs> to that was going to include, but um, I'm using it now. And it's more pertinent anyways, because it's Charles Venn once again, who um, gave some great bite-sized advice on comparison. And this time he is talking about jealousy. Career jealousy is a, it's a, it's a thing, man. It really is. It's a, you know, jealousy itself is such a powerful emotion. Um, and uh, one, I think, naturally has a tendency to compare themselves to their peers or their friends. And if your friend or your peer is doing better than you, if you will, career-wise, working on really big projects and roles and, you know, just receiving such a level of veneration, you think to yourself, man, what am I doing wrong? Why am I coming up short? It naturally induces a sense of pining, jealousy, you know, or melancholy. It does. But um, the question is, what do you do with that jealousy? As I said, jealousy is such a wasted emotion, man. It, uh, it, it's, it's counterproductive. It, it serves no purpose. So I've switched mine off 
I learned to switch mine off a long time ago. Um, you know, it's in a proverbial box in my mind, in its dark chest. And, you know, every so often the lid shudders, you know, because that spectre of jealousy just wants to, you know, uh, burst out and wreak havoc. But no, absolutely not. You know, I stay, it stays in that box and it shall remain in that box. You know, I, I've gone by this mantra, you know, don't hate. Let it motivate. You know, be motivated by watching your peers or your friends performing and doing really well, you know. And say to yourself, okay, I'm going back into the lab. I'm going to, you know, do some more acting classes, more acting training. And so that way when the opportunity presents itself, I'm ready for that. You know, that's how you have to see it. It's the only way. That's healthy. At the end of the day, you know, this is like a, it's like an institution, isn't it? The acting world. And um, we're all actors just trying to create and tell these stories and be as successful as possible. So, um... You know, you have to see this, the game as, as, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And, you know, I'm definitely, uh, I'm, I, I play the long game. So that was Charles Venn, who um, has dropped some, some just gold uh, there about, about jealousy. And what I really liked is him talking about uh, his relationship now with jealousy, because envy is quite hard to turn off. Because uh, as I said in last week's episode, envy is desire and, and desire was put in our heart for a reason. But jealousy, well, jealousy also is a naturally occurring thing, but that he has managed to find a way to intervene, put it in a box, not hate on people, be conscious of that experience. And he's not denying it because even he says, you know, sometimes the, the lid will rattle and he's like, no, nope, not today, Satan. <laughs> well, he didn't say that, but <laughs> I'm making that bit up. But, you know, he's saying no. I'm not going to allow those thoughts to be in the driver's seat, to be aired. I'm going to use that experience to motivate me. Now, in envy, I was talking about, oh, no, I'm never sure about when people deny their envy and stuff. I think this is different because I think what Charles is talking about is having a conscious relationship with that experience called jealousy. And it's working because he's using it as motivation. So I think that's a really useful place to start as well, because in the Envy episode, I was saying how, you know, Envy almost feels like quite a pure emotion. It's quite sweet in a way. It's like, I'd like that too. But jealousy has, now that I know the definitions, I can feel the sort of darker energies to it. And so it's important to talk about because it, it's, it's a nastier energy, um, let's say. And um, I wanted to uh, have a listener's comment that kind of encapsulates what I'm talking about um, in terms of jealousy. And I'll share a couple of examples of times when I've been on the receiving end of other people's jealousy. And, and it hasn't it hasn't been the greatest experience, if I'm honest. But first, just a reminder, if you would like to support the show uh, on Acast and make a one-off contribution, then just head into the show notes, like I always say, and you can be a contributor to this show just as a one-off thing. And it all makes a difference whether you're um, a, an ongoing lover and supporter of the show through Patreon or you make a one-off contribution and just drop a little love every, every now and again. It all makes a difference and it's all very gratefully received. Let me um, read you this listener's comment. It's from at Miss Mo Real, um, who's a comedian. 
And she says, my question is, what do you do if a jealous person working in your industry is doing a bad mind campaign against you to block your opportunities? So far, I've been focusing on myself and working harder at my craft. I tend to ignore it as I know they want me to lower myself or minimize my voice. They tend to undermine me to others, downplay my skills to turn people off me. They even went as far um, as to say that I'm a lesbian to put some men off me. Lol. My God, uh, what a world. <laughs> also, uh, some women become competitive. They don't have camaraderie. The uh, uh, It's isolating sometimes. But luckily, I love my own company and do my own thing. So that's Miss Mo Real. Thank you for your comment. Okay. So I want to work backwards through this. The thing I'm going to say about women being competitive is that that is a narrative that I think is, is, is a dangerous one because yes, some women are competitive, but that doesn't mean all women are competitive. Some women are not for another woman's success, but that doesn't mean that all women are not for other women's success. I've had some of the best supporters be women and some of my worst um, treatment has been by women, but that doesn't mean that women are awful. That means women are people. So let's get rid of this idea that women don't support each other. Women aren't there for each other. The women are too competitive because men are competitive too. But because it's a male, a masculine trait, we don't ever question it. But there's this expectation that women should all be for each other. And they're not, not because they're women, because they're people. And that's what people do. But men are allowed to be more peopley than women are. So that's the first thing I wanted to say. And I really mean that, that like women have some women have been my greatest supporters and real refuge for me when things have been tough. So I don't see any pattern around women's behavior in terms of how much they support their peers. In fact, some people, some women who I don't even know have been hella supportive of me just because they that's who they are as people. Right. However, let's talk about your main, the main event here, which is that there is somebody in this industry that is working to undermine you and block your opportunities. <sighs> so let me say this about them. One is that they're in a lot of pain. They've taken poison and expected you to die. That, that's what their, their jealousy directed at you really is, is that they they will not be happy with themselves. They won't probably be conscious of that. And that's why they're, di they're directing their anguish outwards. But that's what's, that's what's going on with them. See, it can be really frustrating when someone is bad mouthing you in the industry. It can be frustrating because you, you think, ah, I need to correct all these things. Let me tell you something. Other people read people's energy when they are being like that. Not always. So people have to be astute. And sometimes that, that misinformation will get out there and will get perpetuated or whatever. But the energy with which something said is as much of a statement as the words that they're uttering. And so, so often people who are like that, who are just all caught up in their own jealousy and directing sort of hate towards somebody, their energy will be as much of an indicator of what they're trying to say as the words that they're trying to say. And people will pick up on that. Now, that doesn't mean to say that it's not frustrating. It's hugely frustrating to have somebody trying to block your careers. But this person is only one person and it sounds like they're probably not that far advanced in their career. So I would question how much damage they can really do. And the answer to whatever it is that they're trying to do is to just continue to be great and not engage with it. And what I would say, though, is if they are saying something that is untrue, that is potentially damaging, 
I would confront them about that. I'm listen, I'm not doing advice or anything, but I think it is worth saying to saying to them, listen, I I understand that you've been telling people some things about me that aren't true. I'd appreciate it if you didn't. Why are you doing that? I always find that asking questions is really powerful because that usually um sort of intervenes in whatever energy somebody's in if you have to make them think about an answer rather than telling them about themselves. Asking people, why are you doing that? What's up with that? What have I what have I done that's made you feel like you need to you need to do that? Ooh. <laughs> that puts somebody on the back foot because what they're really what they're expecting or what they're hoping for is you can't do that to me, you da, 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 so that they can get into an argument and and purge all this negative energy that they've got that they want to direct towards you because they're jealous. Having somebody direct their jealous energy towards you is very challenging. I've had two examples that were quite um, extreme and I have to be very um, careful with how I talk about this because because I want to I want to be discreet about it. But so the first time I was working on a TV show is my I think it was my first. Well, it was the only time actually I've ever been um, a co-host on a TV show. Um, on a studio TV show. And it was an amazing opportunity. It was probably, I'd only been doing stand up about a year. And it was one of those sort of like 11 o'clock show type thing. Anyway, point is, I was uh, assigned a writer. And it became quite apparent early on that there was something going on with this person. Like they just were not, um, I don't know, we, we didn't want to connect with me. Every time we sat down to write, he would go off and make a coffee or I'll be back in a minute or I'm just going to go and do that. And it would take ages for us to sit down and actually get to work. And at the end of the day, we were recording this show every day. And so I was going to be on the front line that evening in front of an audience for a show that was going to go out that night. And this person wasn't really producing material. So I I let it go on and for a little bit. And then, uh, one, I remember one time, um, well, this is after the show had started broadcasting and the Sun newspaper did not like us. And it did a whole page article about how bad the show was. And this person that had been assigned to me as a writer took great pleasure in letting me know, oh, have you have you seen the article in the Sun? Got the newspaper and showed me. And I was just like, I was shaking. I was really shaking because it's like, this is like the first time I think my name's been in a national newspaper and it's to criticize me. And this person has just taken real joy in sharing that with me. Anyway, so it went on and on like this. And in the end, I had to, I, I said to one of the producers, look, I'm going to have to start coming in at your editorial meetings because I'm not getting the material that I need, or I'm going to have to start writing for myself or something. Like Anywho. So in the end, uh, I came in for one of these meetings. And very shortly after that, I was assigned a new writer amazing woman called Christine Rose, who's like one of the dons of like TV comedy writing. If you hear a joke on a TV show, uh, like on a, you know, uh, an entertainment show, she probably wrote it, but um, she's that good. So it was all gravy after that. And then at the end of the, uh, at the end of the run, we did every night for, I think a month, something like that anyway. So we had a rap party and I was talking to one of the producer's partners who also works in telly. And I was like, look, we had a few drinks. So I felt like I could speak freely. And I said, um, what, what's the deal with, um, I call him Dan. Um, what's the deal with Dan? What, 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 like I just had a really difficult time with him. And she went, oh, he was really jealous of you. And he felt like you didn't deserve the opportunity that you were only there because you're black. She was real. She told me some real stuff and that he felt he should have got the job, blah, 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 blah. I was just like, 
Wow. Because it is not an, a natural thing to assume someone's jealous of you because it feels conceited for a start. But it just is. It just was not something that occurred to me that this guy, because I'm a black woman and he's a, a white man. Like, what are you jealous? Like, we're not even in the same ballpark of things that we would go up for. How are you jealous of me? So that, yeah, that was a real eye opener. And afterwards, when she told me, it was almost like a relief, like, ah, that's what was going on with him. That's what all of that was about. The kind of blocking me and not wanting me to succeed and being mean about sort of sharing things that were going to be hurtful to me on the day of a recording. Now, I'm not fragile, but you want to keep your mind right on the day that you're going to be performing in front of a live audience for a show that goes out that evening. And uh, sharing that newspaper article was absolutely not in keeping with that. So that was one example. And the other one I'll tell you about very briefly was, um, and, and I've, I, you know, when I think about it, I've had other experiences that I realise in hindsight probably were other people's um, jealousy being expressed. But one in particular that stands out is a, is a fellow comedian, unfortunately, where they just really had decided that I was, I don't even know what they thought I was, but I was some sort of threat and I remember once I was out with them and a few other comedians and they said to me after the end of the, the meal, as we were all sort of parting ways, they said something like stay in touch. We're not enemies or we're not in competition. I can't remember exactly the words. It was it was ingrained in my in my brain for quite a long time. And, it is, you know, when someone says something and you're like, it doesn't completely register consciously of like, that was a weird thing to say. But somewhere in my gut, I think it registered like, why would you say we're not? in competition unless we were in your mind. Now, for me, I looked up to this person. I revered them. They'd been doing stand up longer than I had. I'd seen them many times on TV. And so to meet them when I first met them was just like, oh, wow. But it soon became evident that there was something going on and I couldn't work out what it was. And it just went on and on and on. Like every time I saw them, they would like undermine me a little bit. It's almost essentially bullying, really. But I realised that I was exposing myself to this kind of behaviour. So I had a word with myself. And I remember so clearly I had this bathroom that had this huge mirror. And I remember like... <laughs> doing that um who's that kid in um uh cool runnings is like junior bevel <laughs> i see pride i see power like i was probably having a conversation with myself it's like you don't need to be treated like this you don't have to take this just because they're you know you revered them at one point doesn't make them a cool person and blah 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 i was really having to have a, a word with myself because i had to let go of the fact that this person that i really looked up to was quite the asshole so I did that. And I did that on the day. I, I sort of failed to mention this, but I did that on uh, after an evening where they had essentially heckled me, tried to disrupt a um, stand up performance I was giving. Now, that is just a no, no from from one comedian to another. You just don't do that unless you've got some kind of banter going on with someone who's a really good mate. And it's like an ongoing joke or something. That's an that's that's a rare sort of situation in which that would be acceptable. You just don't do that. You just don't do that. Stand up's hard enough without, you know, somebody doing that. But they were so riddled with their whatever it was, jealousy, etc., that they couldn't help themselves, I guess. Anyway, after that, I had my word. I had my junior bevel moment and I let them go. And I oh, would been in touch a little bit since then. 
But I feel like once I realized what was going on, it's like, I see you. And the funny thing is, I I, <laughs> I told my mum what had been going on. I was just talking about what had happened. And I was like, and then they did this. And then they said, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then, and then. And she went, oh, I feel for them. <laughs> well, that's the kind of person my mum is, is that she sees, oh, she, she saw their pain, basically. And she saw that, you know, in the midst of all of it, that what they were going through was so discomforting to them that um, it, it, they, it was like they were wearing some horrible itchy coat that they didn't know how to be good in, decent in. And so my mum was feeling the pain of that on their behalf, which was such a beautiful thing. And it just like short circuited my sort of poor me, I'm the victim here kind of ranting and made me realise, yeah, blimey, they probably are in quite a lot of pain. So Miss Mo Real, I'm, I'm saying all that to say to you that whoever is doing this to you in your career probably is in pain. And they're not aware of it necessarily. And they think they're just telling it like it is. By the way, nobody tells it like it is because nobody knows. Nobody knows everything. Um, but that doesn't make it OK. And if they're spreading lies, it is OK to correct them. It is OK to pull them up on it. Um, but otherwise, just focus on your craft, focus on you and do you and be great. That is the best response to anybody's jealous energy. If you would like to support this show on Acast, do check out the show notes. It's a really easy way of supporting the show. And if you are getting value from it, I would really encourage you to do that. If, however, money is an object, then, because um, you know, they say money is no object. Well, if money is an object, then do leave a review. Go, go over to Apple Podcasts and yeah, leave us a review and just say what you enjoy about the show because that really helps to um, bring this show to other people is the more high, the higher rated it is, the more um, people have access to it. That makes a huge difference too. And I will be incredibly grateful for that too. So jealousy, as you can see, is a very different energy to envy. Now, envy can lead to jealousy, you see, so they are related. And then the, the comparison can lead to envy, can lead to jealousy. So they do all tie together. But are, is there a situation in which you're in at the moment where you're experiencing one of these emotions? Are you jealous or are you envious? Like, do you put other people's work down in a way to make yourself feel better? Or do you dismiss their talent? Or do you hate watch their work? Are you unkind? Do you think that they're not good enough for what they're doing? Do you think that you're better than them? Then that might be an indication to you. It's a good measure, a good way to check in and say, mm, I think jealousy is, is rearing its head here and it's not serving me and it's not serving them. And it's a nasty energy to put towards somebody. But if jealousy is coming your way, know that as much as it will feel personal, it really isn't. You simply represent something to the person who is experiencing it. And so they're not really seeing you. They're seeing a spectre 
Charles used that word in his bite-sized advice, but it is, you're a boogeyman to them. You're the person that's got what they want, or you're the person that's undermining what they have. Like one of, one of those will be going on in their mind. And so if you can disentangle any idea, any notion, should I say that it's personal to you, then that frees you up to just let it ping, ping, ping off you because it's nothing to do with you. It really isn't. It's somebody going through their own personal nightmare, essentially. And it is a nightmare because to be jealous of somebody like that, to have that kind of energy be part of your being is not a pleasant thing. I should imagine. I hope that I... (laughs) I hope that I'm not a jealous person. Oh, hang on. Wait. Oh, if we're talking about relationships, yeah, I've definitely been a jealous person. (laughs) Who am I kidding? But career wise, I don't think I've experienced directed career jealousy, but hmm, maybe someone will get in touch and go, "Uh, Andy, do you remember that time that you were? (laughs) Oh God, I hope not. I hope not. So it's nothing personal to do with you. And if you find yourself, like those questions are really good to ask yourselves and to ask yourself in terms of how you feel about what somebody else is about. Do you dismiss them? Do you hate watch or hate experience their work? It's not very good. I I watched the whole thing and it was like rubbish. Ooh, who are you? (laughs) No, I mean, look, the thing is, I don't want to judge because this is a natural part of who we are and it doesn't help to judge it because otherwise that means that it gets hidden. And what we want to do is really let release these um, experiences. You know, same as what I was saying with envy of just like being able to say to someone, oh my God, I'm so envious that you had that experience. Tell me all about it. I want to live it through you. Oh, oh gosh. I can even just, even just play acting that scenario. I feel relief as opposed to, oh, how come they got that opportunity and I did it? (laughs) Oh gosh. Being a human is hard, isn't it? It's such a, such a hard, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's hard. I was going to say it's a dance with difficult steps, but, you know, maybe it's our overthinking things that makes the steps difficult rather than that steps themselves are difficult. Because when you watch like things like Strictly and Dancing with the Stars and stuff, they make it look easy. And I think that's what grace is in life, is like taking these difficult steps, making those difficult moves, but making it look easy or having an ease to it. And when I talk about difficult steps, I'm talking about learning to be gracious in the face of somebody else's jealousy or um, keeping um, comparison in its appropriate context, seeing envy as just the desire that it is and not making it mean anything more or anything less than it, than it needs to. That's dancing with the stars. Oh, (laughs) my name is David Jesse and you are listening to creative source with the wonderful Andy Osher. So just to conclude, let's just wrap up and talking about jealousy, envy, comparison, all, all of that, that whole world. They are, as I've said throughout these episodes, a natural human functions. They're natural movements of the mind. And the mind continues to move. It is constantly up to something. And so just as with meditation, it's not about stopping the mind. So it is with bringing consciousness to these things. You don't want to necessarily stop them. You just need to give them their appropriate context. Oh, okay. I can see that's my mind doing the do. That's my mind doing the jealousy thing. That's my mind comparing in a way that doesn't serve me. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Because what the mind is doing is not really based on reality or fact. 
like I said in uh, which episode was it? The comparison one. We're arbitrarily, the mind just picks what stimuli it needs to create a particular experience. It's not necessarily going on fact or reality. It's just going, what do I need to give you the experience of feeling not good enough? Ah, I'll compare you with blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Bingo. I feel not good enough. But we, but we never are conscious of the fact that that's what the mind is up to. We just have it be that unreliable bloke down the pub. Well, it's time to, to really start to account for that. It wants us to have a particular feeling because the mind really thrives when you're in your feelings and you're unconscious in your feelings. Like if you're inadequate, if you're feeling inadequate, if you're feeling lack, if you're feeling low self-esteem, anger, sadness, despair, then the mind is happy. It's like a pig in poop, you know, because it wants you to feel the feels because that's how it keeps itself going. That's how the ego, not just the mind, I'm talking about the ego, really, the construct of who of, of our usness, our meanness is it, it needs to feel the feels. And so using um, jealousy and envy is a good way to trigger some of those feelings. So we catch it in the act and go, whoop out the driver's seat, pal, and you get your hands on the steering wheel. Catch yourself. It's one of the most powerful things you can do. And to start with, you won't have any power over these things because you'll just go, oh, I caught myself, but I couldn't stop the behavior. I couldn't stop the thought or I couldn't da, 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 or I couldn't change my actions. But with practice and just be, being grounded and keeping your focus on your craft, your career, that will help you to gain the strength to do it. That will give you the rooting system to be able to weather this, these kinds of experiences so that you don't have to, you don't have to feel like, oh, I'm, I'm bad for feeling those feelings. No, they're natural feelings, but that you give them their appropriate context and you go back to those, you know, fundamental questions, whatever uh, resonates for you, but that you direct yourself towards your internal navigation system. Are you enjoying what you do? Are you satisfied? Are you moving in the right direction? Is this giving you what you need? Do you feel joy? Oh, if you do, if the answer is yes, if you are moving in the right direction, then my friends, you are winning. You guys, that is the end of these three episodes on comparison, envy and jealousy. We got there and, I, and I'm, yeah, I'm really glad that I got to, to do this topic. It's been one that I've been, that's been on my mind for a little while and it felt like a big one. I was like, oh, how am I even going to broach this? Because it's something that, as I said in the very first episode of this, um, it's, it's, not plagued me, but it's been something that's been with me for a long time. And, you know, I don't know about you, but for me, it's been quite cathartic to just speak it out and really um, get some perspective on it. So I hope these episodes have been of value for, for you. Please let me know on socials, um, you know, how this has landed for you. If you've got any other thoughts uh, about this, if you're on Patreon, then do uh, definitely share through Patreon. You can message me via the Patreon website or the app and let me know like what your experience of, of this has been. And I'll include it in the bonus episodes. In fact, if you're on Patreon, you know what you can do. You can record your responses to this and I can include it in the bonus app. 
Um, yeah, you can be creative source famous. <laughs> anyway, look, guys, that's the end of these three episodes. But I just want to say a big thank you to Charles Venn for your fantastic bite sized advice, to Miss Mo Real for your listeners' comment. Keep it real, babes, and don't worry about the haters. Haters gonna hate. That tells you that you're doing something right and you're heading in the right direction. Thank you to Martin Lumsden for the post production, to Annie Stobart for the marketing, to Clydesdale Music for the theme tune, and to you guys for just being here always and listening in so until next time keep creating and living in gratitude i will see you very soon hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Creative Source. If you're looking for more support with your creative journey, I'm offering one-to-one online mentoring. Perhaps you want to launch a project but don't know where to start. Maybe you've got stuck around a certain issue, need some advice, or just want to bounce ideas around. Whatever it is, I'm here. Just hit the Patreon link in the show notes or go to patreon.com forward slash creative source with Andy Osho to find out more.